Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Exodus chapter 4, verse 1. The scripture reads, Then Moses answered and said, But suppose they will not believe me or listen to my voice. Suppose they say, Lord, has not appeared to you. Verse 2, and I'll stop there. And it says, so the Lord said to him, what is that in your hand? He said, a rod. I want to key your attention on verse 2 one more time. And it says, so the Lord said to him, what is it that is in your hand? He said, a rod. I want to render to your attention this morning uh, the subject I want you to put it in the chat screen and say, what is in your hand? What is in your hand? What is in your hand? That's what I want to talk to you from this morning. What's in your hand? This morning, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to take you on a journey of... Transformation Christian Fellowship these past four years. This coming September in 2021, we will celebrate five years of being in existence. Put in there five, so I want to see you in September. <laughs> and so the Lord placed this message on my heart about two, three weeks ago, and one of the my instructions were is to minister this on a sin offering Sunday, and uh, that's where the Spirit led me uh, to do. And uh, really take us on a journey um, of how this applies to us. I put up a, a post this past uh, Friday, and it was a picture that was taken of me that was very off guard. So for those of you who may follow me on Instagram and think, oh, somebody, t- <laughs> he asked somebody to take that picture of him. No, I did not. Uh, that was in my private time of, <laughs> you know, just sitting that standing at the altar and just thinking. And one of the things that the Lord gave me was the fact that, um, you know, most people think that ascension and stuff happens overnight, that, you know, people are overnight success. And in this culture that we're living in, ladies and gentlemen, it is to believe that if something doesn't happen immediately, it's a failure. And the truth of the matter is that's not the case. God will take you through a season or a moment of time where he almost has you hidden or tucked away. Um, before he exposes you and br- and brings you to the platform uh, that he's already created for you, but in those moments, ladies and gentlemen, those are the moments where you don't be- you don't see it, but God is equipping you while you don't know that you're being equipped. That God is actually doing something for you that you don't even know that you actually needed, or that you. Uh, did not, or that you feel that God wasn't doing anything, he was doing something the whole time. What better person, ladies and gentlemen, that God would lead me to than to talk about my best friend here, Moses. Moses, ladies and gentlemen, matter of fact, uh, there's a book that I've been working on for some time now called Hidden, and he's one of my inspirations of this book is because uh, just briefly, I don't assume that everybody know who Moses is. Uh, the people are at different parts uh, of their walk. So I'm not saying or of their walk or some of you may be watching this. You may not even be a believer. So you don't even know who in the world is a Moses. But just let me give you a brief, um, brief 
um, little, you know, summary of who Moses is. So uh, Moses, ladies and gentlemen, was uh, a person who God raised up for such a time as what he was living in. Um, and during this time before Moses was born, the children of Israel has uh, been in captivity for the past 400 years. And the reason why they were in captivity is because there was a new Pharaoh that came uh, that, were, uh, that had uh, rose to power who did not know of Joseph and his brothers and what they had done, did not know of them. Now, you may ask, who is Joseph? Joseph is someone who was, of, uh, uh, who was Jacob's son, who's now known as Israel. But he says, when God introduces himself, he says, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so he was one of uh, 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 Jacob's youngest sons uh, who found that God found favor with. And that was actually Jacob's favorite child. And so as we understand, ladies and gentlemen, is that, you know, he gets sold into slavery by his brothers because they were jealous of him. Potiphar's wife, this woman named Potiphar, sets him up. Uh, he gets thrown in the jail. After getting thrown in the jail, he meets the cupbearer and, and the butler. Um, uh, of the Pharaoh, one of them, he, pro he, he interpreted one of their, the, he interpreted their dream, told them what was going to happen. Pharaoh then has a dream. He's looking for somebody to interpret it. He tells like, listen, if somebody don't tell me the interpretation of this dream, somebody going to die up in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's pretty much what he was saying. And so then the cupbearer, he remembered the dream. He remembered the dream. And, um, I remember the dream, uh, excuse me. He remembered, uh, 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 what's his name? Joseph, who, who, uh, who told him his dream. And, uh, he brought Joseph into the court of Pharaoh and Pharaoh said, he told him, Hey, seven years of famine and seven years of prosperity, the seven years of prosperity, nobody's going to remember because the famine is going to be that bad. All right. It's going to be that bad. So I want you to store it up. All right. So then, you know, Joseph, he becomes the governor and because of the because of the great um, famine that hit the land, it cost Jacob, who was pretty much Israel, the nation that was born, uh, that God uh, that God spoke to his father Abraham said, "How do you you know shall become a nation?" And so then we bring it up forward here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just briefly doing all of this. Is that now we are here? Now we're here because Israel, the children of Israel, is in in, in Egypt due to the famine. Due to a famine. And so with this famine, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the famine is over. They still are habitating in Egypt. A new pharaoh comes. Joseph and his generation has died. He is intimidated by the size of Israel. And because he's intimidated, he said he's going to put them to hard labor and he oppresses them. He oppresses them. And so now we find ourselves in the book of Exodus. And I've just explained to you the last few chapters of the book of Genesis. And so now we're in the book of Exodus, ladies and gentlemen. Where is though that this book is so profound because this is explaining the exodus of the children of Israel out of oppression, out of oppression. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, they're here. They're here. And we've, I'm going to fast forward it all the way to Moses is commissioning now at chapter three. All right. Because in chapter three, ladies and gentlemen, Moses, ladies and gentlemen, as just a brief summary, Moses was brought up in the court of Pharaoh. How do we know this is because in chapter one, we heard that the Pharaoh had put a decree out there for every male born baby to be killed. 
for every male baby to be killed, ladies and gentlemen. And so his mother protected him, pitched a ba- pitched a basket for him, almost like an ark. And and it, and it, and 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 Pharaoh's uh, uh, daughter was out there at the time, and 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 saw this baby. And Miriam, his sister, was like, "Hey, do you want somebody to raise that for you in the meantime?" And so his mother still got to raise him, you know, to still care for him uh, until a certain age. <clears throat> but he grew up in the courts uh, of Pharaoh. But he never accepted their, you know, accepted the way they like to, the, you know, the way they like to live. And so one of these days, ladies and gentlemen, Moses, as an older man, sees one of his brethren, the Hebrew brethren, being beat by this soldier. And one day, you know, Moses took it on upon himself and said, man, look, I ain't taking that. Man, I ain't going to let you take that from my, you know, my kinfolk. Look, I'm going to do something about it. And so Moses killed that man. <coughs> Moses killed that man. Pharaoh got word of it. Moses knew he could not come back to the court because Pharaoh would have killed them. And so now, ladies and gentlemen, fast forward, Exodus chapter 3. He has been on the backside of the desert for the last 40 years. The last 40 years, ladies and gentlemen, of his life, he has been on the backside of the desert. And he took a wife, and his father-in-law is Jephro. He took a wife, his father-in-law is Jephro, ladies and gentlemen, and he's been, ter- and he's been uh, tending to the sheep of Jephro. <coughs> Excuse me. He's been tending to the sheep of Jephro. And so one of these days, ladies and gentlemen, Moses, while tending the sheep, sees something that's very interesting that none of us have seen before, a bush, a burning bush. But the bush was not consumed. So that caught his attention. And so God would often do things uh, to, to uh, spark your curiosity. I preached a message about that years ago. Uh, you know, you sparked, you know, he sparked your curiosity. And so Moses goes over there, and then this is where he has a meeting with God here at a burning bush, this phenomenon that we see here that, again, in the desert, it is not new or it's not strange for a bush to catch on fire. What's strange is is for the bush not to be consumed. For the bush not to be consumed. And so, ladies and gentlemen, in Exodus chapter 3, God tells Moses, like, hey, you know, he introduces himself to him. Let me tell you who I am. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He reveals himself to Moses, tells him who he is, tells him not only what he tells him who he is, but tells him of the, the problem. The problem is, is that the cries of my people have reached to me and God has said, I've came with a solution. He said, I've come to deliver them. And he told Moses, like, I want you to go down there and you're going to tell them, you're going to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. I'm calling you, Pharaoh. I'm excuse me. I'm calling you, Moses, to go down there, (coughs) set the record straight for Pharaoh and tell him exactly, you know, hey, let my people go. That's what you're going to do. That's what you're going to do. Moses, like uh, like all of us, you know, like, hey, I'm not the guy for the job. You got the wrong person. I got a speech impediment. How will they, you know, how are they supposed to believe me? All of this stuff like that. So that's what the stuff that Moses was on. <clears throat> Moses was on that, you know, you know, on that type of thing. And so here we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Exodus chapter 4 is a continuation of the conversation that uh, he has with uh, Pharaoh. 
that he has with Pharaoh, ladies and gentlemen. It's a, it's a continue, excuse me, that he has with God. Exodus chapter 4 is a continuation of that. And so now that Moses has his confidence, has, you know, asked the right questions earlier about, you know, out of like, hey, how am I supposed to do that? And God pretty much tells them how you're going to do that. I, I'm sending you. I've got your back in you. Listen, your brother Aaron going to help you. If that's the issue, listen, I got you. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it becomes more about, you know, seeking to really, you know, the seeking out of a place of genuine, you know, care. Now he moves into a, a place of unbelief because he's like, hey, how are the people supposed to believe me? How are they supposed to believe me? How are how is it now? How is it now that they are they going to believe that I was sent by you? Or any of that stuff. So God tells him something so profound. He said, what's in your hand? What's in your hand? Hello, everyone. My name is Vernon Hill, Executive Director here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. I am so excited to introduce to you Transformed Life, our leadership and discipleship program here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. No matter if you're here in the DMV area or abroad, we're hoping that you become a part of our life groups here at Transformation Christian Fellowship, our men, our women, and creatives. We're believing that these life groups are going to enhance your walk with Christ as well as give you community that's going to strengthen your walk with Jesus Christ. So I need you to go straight to our website, transformationchristianfellowship.org, and sign up for one of our groups now and become a part of Transformed Life. And remember, transformation starts here. Ladies and gentlemen, I had a similar experience when it came down to the, <clears throat> to, to the start of this church, Transformation Christian Fellowship. I think any person who ever had a call to do anything may feel the same thing. Like, hey, there, there, there's times like God will commission you to do something. And it's like, hey, what in the world are you talking about? And how am I supposed to do that? How am I supposed to accomplish that? I don't have this. I don't have that. And what God says to Moses, ladies and gentlemen, which is so profound, he says, what's in your hands? I want you to put in there that chat section and say, I got something in my hand. I got something in my hand. And so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, in starting this church, it's like, man, we didn't have much. <laughs> God asked me this question over five years ago. We didn't have much. I'm like, hey, I, how are you going? I mean, at the time, uh, you know, starting this church, I was 23 years old. I was, I was 23, and I'm saying to myself, like, God, what am I supposed to do? What do I have? What do I have in my hand? I got a Bible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's something. You know, that's a start. But what am I, you know, what am I supposed to do? You know, I, we're not like a, you know, I don't have a big budget. I don't have, you know, you know, we tried to do a, you know, a, 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 you know, a capital campaign, like, you know, the launch money and different things like that. I didn't have, we didn't have much. We didn't have much. Matter of fact, the church was started. I tell people all the time, church was started off of 2,500 that people gave us and a credit card. <laughs> and a credit card because we did not have much, but we had a commission from God. We had a commission from God. And, and, and when God was giving me and pouring in this message to me and saying, what's in your hand? He told me like, take the people down a journey, take them down a journey 
of, uh, of, again, you see all of this. You see the production quality that we put out there. You see how, you know, those of you who have been following us for a while, you see <clears throat> the various things and the graphics and all of this stuff that we put out there and stuff. But guess what? You would think <clears throat> with the type of quality of things that we put out there that we've been rolling on a, on a huge budget. No, 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 no. Put in the chat section say, that's not the case. <laughs> that's not the case. And I think my leaders who are in there would be like, yeah, that's a totally <clears throat> not the case. But we've been coming together and using what's in our hands. And so when, I, when the message came to me and God said, hey, I want you to talk about it. And I was like, well, when you ask me, like, what's in my hand? What is in my hand? Because it seemed like, it seemed like, like, listen, I, I don't have much. I don't have much. I don't have this. And I, I don't know who I'm talking to, but I hope this is about to help, help somebody. In 2017, in the first year of our church, I want you to put on the screen for everybody how much revenue we took in. How much revenue we took in. We took in $13,182.26. That's not a lot. <laughs> That's not a lot of money. <laughs> we finished the year in the in the hole. It's not good. You may be looking at this, but it didn't look like that as you know, as you guys were doing that in 2017. Yeah, it didn't look like that, but we because we were using what was in our hand. Ladies and gentlemen, you may not have a, a, a big budget. You may feel like what you have is, in, is inadequate or not enough versus what other people may have. And guess what? I felt that way. I felt like, listen, God, I don't have the budget that some of these other starter church had. I didn't, we weren't under, uh, <clears throat> we weren't under an umbrella of a church. We weren't under a different organization. No, this was an independent thing that you called uh, uh, called me to start and do at this moment. And, and in this year, it was hard. But we used what we had. Brandon, what was in your hand for you to start this thing? Well, what we had in our hands, ladies and gentlemen, not only was the word of God, but can I use some practical stuff with the word of God? We had a computer. What does that got to do with anything? Because we took the time to invest in knowledge and to gain knowledge on how to put things together. Oh, man, you may not feel like, let me tell you something. One of your most uh, biggest resources that you may have in front of you is the Internet. It is Google, and it's free. And it's free. You may say, like, listen, Pastor Brandon, I didn't expect you to say that. No, because it's very important. We have to learn how to put these graphics together. Oh, my God. We had to learn and, and, and also reach out to reach out to people. Well, well Pastor, well, well, how was I? I was like, God, how am I going to start the church? I need somebody to know how to do the paperwork and all that stuff. And in my findings, I found an organization that helps us keep all of our books in track. That start church. In my findings, I found out how there's a free resource named Canva that we can put things together and make it look good and professional for free. <laughs> for free. But, and, and guess what? And that wasn't a whole lot of money. We had to learn how to use what was around us. 
I don't know who I'm preaching to right now. I'm showing you the 13,000 on the screen. That that alone is the rent <laughs> of the church. <laughs> we didn't have much to do anything. But yet, you saw videos being posted on YouTube because we had to learn. You saw different things like that put out, and it looked professional because why? We had to take the time to use the knowledge that was at our fingers and say, hey, what do I need to do in order for this thing to look put together to look like it's being quality enough fitting for a king which is God himself said he can come in and do what he needs to do and guess what we didn't do it on a lot of money in our first year we had friends that helped us out along the way had friends that helped us out along the way but guess what it's still 13,000 that's not much. There's no way in the world we, we should have survived in the first year like that with 13,000. No way. Ask Moses right here. God told him what's in his hand. The reason why he looked at that like, what is that? Compared to the military, <laughs> the military arsenal that Pharaoh and them got. What is a rod? As we later find out that is a staff. What is that? What is that going to do? You may be saying to yourself, like Pastor Brandon, what I have ain't nothing compared to somebody else. But it's not about necessarily, ladies and gentlemen, the very thing that's in your hand. It's about the very person that can use what's in your hand and do it, oh my God, and do such supernatural things with something that's so natural as a staff. Oh, my God. I hope I'm warming up for somebody to this morning. Listen here. Listen here. So 2017, 13,000. Not a lot. Not a lot. Barely survived. But guess what? With what we were using in our hand, putting things out there, God always made sure that we never missed a payment at our building. Never. Always on time. Never asking for an extension because we had what we, we were using everything we could possibly do in our in, in, in what was around us. <laughs> I hope I'm helping somebody. And yet in 13,000, we still managed in our first year to give to the Maryland Food Bank down in Columbia. We gave them different canned goods and different food products to contribute to it. And it may not seem much to some. It wasn't. But yet what we had, we gave. <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but I hope this is helping somebody. What you have, you should give. What you have, you should give. So 2017 was a tough year, man. Different things happened in my personal life and in the church's life. And by the end of 2017, everyone who helped, for the most part, start helped us to kind of like get things started. They were all gone. <laughs> they were all gone. Gone. But God asks us the question, what's in your hand? People are not the thing that God is telling you what's in your hand. It ain't about people. I hope somebody else does. I don't got the people God ain't. He said, no, no, that's not what I'm talking about. What is in your hand? 
2018, ladies and gentlemen, 2018, boy, gained a little bit more. We came up a little bit more. In 2018, ladies and gentlemen, we took in $18,776.36. So we increased in our revenue, ladies and gentlemen. However, we still finished in the negative. <laughs> we still finished in the negative. Revenue increase, but yet we still finished in the negative. In 2018, ladies and gentlemen, God cleared out the old and brought in the new. And all this while on the backside of the desert. You understand that he's telling him to you. God tells Moses to use something that he's been using. <laughs> Ooh. He's been using this every day to herd the sheep of his father-in-law, Jephro. He said, that very thing is going to do very great wonders for you. Oh, man, put that in the chat. Say, the very thing I have in my hand is going to do very great wonders for the kingdom of God. Eighteen thousand, ladies and gentlemen. Again, these are not big budgets, but in our first, but in our second year, new people come along to the team. Thing more things are 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 are, are getting bigger. Our team starts adding back what we've seemed to lose in twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen Resurrection Sunday. We do, uh, in 2018, Resurrection Sunday, we do our first single. Here's the great thing about that, right? Our first single. And guess what? We got something stuff coming, right? But here's the crazy thing about that, right? It was called Come Alive. And we did it on Resurrection Sunday. And here's the interesting thing is, is that that is something that we had in our hands, was music and the ability to produce. <laughs> that was something we had in our hands. God is not telling you to do something out of the ordinary. He's not telling you to do something out of the ordinary, ladies and gentlemen. And yet we still, again, we brought, was able to buy a camera, another camera that worked for that time. We were able to do that 2018, even with 18 grand, we were still able to give a thousand dollars to our grassroots, uh, grassroots uh, uh, shelter in Colombia. We were still able to do those things. And guess what? It ain't on a whole lot of money. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, what am I saying? What is your excuse? <laughs> Oh, my God in here. What is your excuse? There are people. Let me. I'm going to watch myself. But there are people, ladies and gentlemen, that are operating with bigger stuff but don't have the quality. And God is saying, what is your excuse? What is your excuse? You're talking about $18,000 of revenue. There's people who seem way more than that. That's some people's offering on a Sunday. That ain't our, that's not ours yet. <laughs> that's not ours yet. 
But that's what happened in 2018. But we were still managing to learn more. How can we get better using the resources that were around? <laughs> using the resources. Using what we could get our hands to. Because in 2018, we made a lot of kingdom moves. We, laid, we made a lot of kingdom moves. We set, we're setting the course. Setting the course. And so when 2018 closed, we decided that, hey, we're going to start doing pop-ups. And that started to plan, to prepare the way for 2019. 2018 was a way better year than 2017. 2017 felt like hell. I'm telling you that now. And it was like it's sometimes it feels that way that like when you're doing something, you're commissioned by God. And I know I'm taking my time and being very conversational with you because somebody needs to hear this because somebody right now. And that's why I'm looking directly at this camera right now is because somebody needs this encouragement this morning. Somebody has been trying to fight with God and giving him giving him excuses on why you can't and talking yourself out of something. Oh, I don't have the money. Neither did I. <laughs> Neither did Transformation Christian Fellowship, ladies and gentlemen. I just showed you the first two figures. <laughs> I just showed it to you. Neither did I. Would I have loved those budgets that other people had? Yes, God knows I would have. But yet, I got a computer. Our brother is good at computers. We're real technology savvy. Sister's good at administration. Uh, executive Pastor Dom, very analytical. I got my word. This is going to always be my resource here. I got this. That's in my hand. God's word, his promise to me. Okay. Uh, what else do I have? Uh, okay. Uh well, we can produce. Well, let me let me try to put some of that together. Let me put some of the skills that I've already gained. That this, let me pour all of that together. Those are the things that you have in your hand. It's more than just what you put on a resume. <laughs> oh my God! You put all of that stuff on a resume. Why don't you actually do it? That's what you have in your arsenal. Moses said, "I have a rod." staff <laughs> it didn't seem like much but God saw it as a great opportunity saw it as great opportunity 2018 really we saw did our first single gave to grassroots we saw a bigger jump in our revenue and finished still in the red by $200 but yet the revenue grew yet the revenue grew Using our hands, using the knowledge of social media, how to continue to spread the word. How can we do that? But again, it prepared the way for 2019. We're about to pray in a minute. I'm sorry. I just want to show you a journey. 2019 now, after 2018, we're thinking like, listen, things are about to trend all the way up. <laughs> things are about to trend all the way up. And you know what happened in 2019? We took a dip. In the revenue of that year. In the revenue of that year, ladies and gentlemen, of 2019, we took in $16,740.70. All the while, we did a pop-up 
debt-free in Silver Spring, and did another pop-up that we paid for in 2020 and 2019 in the same year. 2019, we did another single that we released for Resurrection Sunday, talking about Reigns Forever, in 2019 as well. <laughs> Using our ability to write in 2019. Are you seeing what I'm saying to us? When it comes down to ascending, ladies and gentlemen, you can only ascend when you have faith in the God that believes in what he's put in your hand. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you have an understanding of what he's put in your hand and you trust him with what he what he's put in your hand, it does not seem like a lot. I have a rod. <laughs> I have a rod. I got a rod. I, I got. A, I have a rod. It don't seem like much, and it doesn't seem like we were getting all this money. And, and honestly, because we weren't, we couldn't do as much things that we wanted to do. There are so many things that we would love to do, so many organizations that we would love to give to, so many different community things that we would like to do. But yes, we have to maintain. We have to do things in our hands that it that 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 we are permitted to do with the resources we have. God asked him the question again. What's in your hand, Moses? I got a rod. <laughs> oh, man. I hope somebody understand. I hope somebody understand that rod would be the very thing that he would use to split the Red Sea. Hallelujah. That rod would be the very thing he used when, when he lifts up his hands that gave, oh, my God, the children, children of Israel the victory. When his hands were lifted and Joshua and them were fighting, that was the same very rod. <laughs> Brandon, what you got in your hand? I got a rod. <laughs> my God. Oh, man, my God. And so in 2019 was the first year that we actually ended in the clear, in the green, by 80-some dollars. Revenue wasn't much, but yet we still finished and managed in a better place as an organization. This is what I mean by slow ascension. See, I, listen, I was at a point in my life where I was ashamed to kind of share this stuff. I'm not ashamed of it. I don't hide any of it. Some churches, some people will hide it and only show you when they're on the come up and how things look, you know, when they finally arrive. No, I hope as you watch this ministry and see how God continues to progress us and elevates us together. I want you to see in your life how God continues to increase you. Oh, my God. It don't seem like you're increasing. But when I looked at the numbers, I was like, wait a second. Slowly but surely, I've been noticing there's been a climb every year. There's been something. Something that different happened. Yeah, it may have took a back step for air, but there was something that happened out of it and that God is continually bringing us closer, continually bringing us closer because guess what? You've been using what's in your hand. You are not going to get close if you don't use what you have. Twenty nineteen, ladies and gentlemen, we set the foundation of our church. We begin to, ladies and gentlemen, was 2019, I engaged the love of my life. Oticia, and I'm not going to say her full name like I did in the video. <laughs> I engaged the love of my life in 2019. 
In 2019, I was, we were able to ordain, had the first ordination in our church's history on that day. And it was not a long one, neither. <laughs> Those of you who grew up in church, you know what I mean. We were able to ordain Brittany to elder. You see her every time when the service starts. We were able not only to ordain her to elder, but we ordained Dominique, a.k.a. Quavo, to the position of executive pastor. <laughs> Put it in the chat. Say, that's right, E.P. Quavo, E.P. Quavo. <laughs> Put it in the chat. <laughs> Blow it up right now. 2019, we had our first pop-up in Silver Spring. People came and some people walked off the street that came right in the building to witness it. Our first one in 2019. People were delivered and prophesied to you. And that was all off, and that was all off of only receiving 16,000 in that whole year. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you somebody. I'm trying to tell you. How can you do all of this stuff? It's only by the grace of God. <laughs> so we get here, 2019, man. We're believing, man. 2020 is about to come. Oh, God, we're about to go down. 2020, big year. We, we are excited because the very first Sunday in all of 2020, we would be doing in the morning. Vision Sunday would be 2020 in Silver Spring. We released the Only Believe campaign in 2019, and we're still believing. And I thank all of you who give consistently to the Only Believe campaign, because guess what? We ain't done believing. We're not done believing, because we're believing that what's in our hands, God is going to multiply it. God is going to multiply what's in your hand. So 2020, we decreed and we declared that the year of 2020 and the whole decade, this whole decade will be the decade of unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. And we prophesied and said with, and prophesied what the election would be in the very top of the year. You can watch it for yourself. We said it would be an unbelievable and unpredictable one. We did not say who the winners were. We never made any sides of it. We just told you that it would be very unpredictable, the results. And it was. We waited days. <laughs> so people question about man of God and prophets. Go watch it for yourself, and you make a and you make a you make a determination for yourself of what we of what you think of that. Twenty twenty, the first Sunday in in Silver Spring, not knowing that there is coronavirus probably already there at the time. <laughs> coronavirus here, ladies and gentlemen. But what you got in your hand, Moses? A rod. <laughs> oh, that's going to be the theme all day. All day. You're going to remember Pastor B saying that. What you got in your hand, Princeton? A rod. <laughs> what you got in your hand? Oh, I got a rod. I got a rod. 2020, a pandemic gets here. After the first Sunday. January, we have it. We believe and say, hey, we're about to come back in Silver Spring. Nah, man, things shut down. We are all going through a worldwide pandemic. And a worldwide pandemic like this, ladies and gentlemen, for a church like ours right now. And a lot of times people come to me and say, what are y'all guys doing? And things look so great. You guys look like a mega church. And I'm like, look at, I'm showing you the numbers right now. 
<laughs> I'm showing you the numbers right now. Believe it or not, contrary to what is seen, that's what the numbers say. <laughs> but that ain't stop us from using what's in our hand. <laughs> I praise your name. 2020 gets here, and I'm like, Lord, you're going to have to do something. And God told me, Brandon, don't you even worry about it. I've, I've I leveled the playing field. I leveled it for you. I leveled it for you in 2020, ladies and gentlemen. We had the biggest year our church has ever seen. I'm coming to a close. We had the biggest year our church has ever seen. For some of you, when I show you this number, it may not be much to you, but it's much to us. See, when, you're, when you know what's in your hand, you don't care what's in somebody else's. Nor are you trying to compare. You're just saying, God, listen, I'm going to use what I have. And I know in time, God, you are going to elevate it. Our YouTube numbers have grown and skyrocketed from where they were because of the pandemic. Because of the pandemic, ladies and gentlemen, the writer, oh my God, the writer that came out of executive pastor, Dom, to the Live Transform has now been, has now gone through all of Kansas and has been syndicated because of what God put in his heart for him to start that devotional for the church. <laughs> in 2020, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, not only live transform, but the check-in was born. In 2020, ladies and gentlemen, not only that, but you have seen the we've we've done things virtually that we've never done before. Father and sons presentations that we've been able to do. You've been able to see uh, Bible studies with multiple people in there. You've been able to see virtual corporate prayer nights that we've done all. Because we've been using what's in our hand. 2020, ladies and gentlemen, we saw our biggest year yet. We saw our biggest year yet. We brought in total revenue, $25,918.49. And we finished the year at $5,000 in net. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning. We finished the year in positive. We didn't just maintain. We thrived in a pandemic. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What's in your hands is not just to cause you to maintain, but it will cause you to thrive. My God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God has done it in a pandemic. Hallelujah. While people were shutting down, this should cripple a church like our size. This should cripple a church with this type of budget. But guess what? It did not. All we did was grow in the midst of it. When oppression came, we grew in the midst of it. And look what God has done for us because we used what was in our hand. What's in your hand, Brandon? A rod. <laughs> 
What's in your hands? What's in your hands? What have you been doing with what's in your hands? And also, we also have Be Exalted as another single that we release on Anniversary Sunday as well. Ladies and gentlemen, what have we been doing all of this time? We've been maintaining and using what God has put in our hands to do. Everything that he's built in us, everything that he's ever, that, that, that he placed in us before the foundation of the world, everything that he thought about us. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been putting it to the ground and using it with our hands. Yes, there have been times where we made excuses along the way, but guess what? They will only believe when you show them what's in your hand. Ladies and gentlemen, 2020. What's in your hand? What's in your hand? I have a rod. May seem inadequate to you, but it means a lot to us. In the fourth year of church, seen the biggest year we've ever seen. The YouTube numbers are, are, are growing. So what does this mean for the future, TCF? What it means for the future is this, ladies and gentlemen, that God will continue to ask us the question, what's in your hand? I want you to continue to do that. God specializes with what he's put in your hand. Let me give you some examples here. God used what was in David's hand in 1 Samuel chapter 17. He only had a few rocks. It didn't seem like much compared to Goliath. Hallelujah. But what he had was far more. He had the faith in his God that when he pulled this thing back, that he would strike the head of the, oh my God, the head of Goliath. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you fast forward to Judges chapter 15, ladies and gentlemen, oh my God, God used what was in the hands of Samson to defeat a whole army of Amalekites. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. And he used the jawbone. What does a jawbone have to do with a sword? What does a jawbone have, oh my God, against a sword? And oh my God, against armor. And guess what? God used Samson, what was in Samson's head, a jawbone, to defeat them. I'm trying to tell Samson somebody that what God can use anything to confound the wise and guess what what you may think is irrelevant is relevant to God what you have cast on off means a lot to God because if you don't trust him with what's in your hands you will never see the victory in your life you will never see the victory in your life Hallelujah. When I fast forward to the New Testament, ladies and gentlemen, to John chapter 6, verse 9. Hallelujah. God used five loaves and two fish in the hand of a little boy. Hallelujah. What seemed to me not much to feed over oh, 10,000 of people oh, with five loaves and two fish, ladies and gentlemen. When you use what was in that boy's hands, it multiplied and they had more than enough. What I'm telling you is, is what's in your hands is significant when you put it in the hands of God and say God use what you place in my hand to do 
As I come to a close, ladies and gentlemen, we are still using what God has put in our hands. We are believing, ladies and gentlemen, as a church, that in 2020 and beyond, in this even in this year of 2021, that we believe that God is going to do double that 25,000. We are believing that God will bring us to 100,000 in revenue by the end of this year. Why? Because our faith is in what God has put in our hands to do. We are believing as a body of believers ladies and gentlemen that by oh my god that transform life will reach people all across not just the DMV area that's too small but around the world where people are connected to glory girls where people are connected to transform men where creatives all over the world are coming together in small groups because we're not just believing for a region we're believing for a world takeover Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, ladies and gentlemen, it says, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by the glory and virtue, by, by called us by glory and virtue. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm telling you is that God has given us everything pertaining to life and godliness. He's put everything in our hands to do. And so when I come here this morning... And when I come to close in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 oh my goodness do not despise small beginnings because to Moses in his day of commissioning what that raw looked like he could have despised but guess what when he put his hands to the plow and used that rod and when God oh my God God showed him three signs in Exodus chapter 4 and one of those signs is is when he put that rod down on the ground that rod became a snake because the only thing you would use in that name god will do oh my god god will turn that thing around and use it for a supernatural good i'm trying to help somebody this morning to encourage you even in a pandemic that you can use what's in your hand and that thing will work Do not despise small beginnings. Ladies and gentlemen, there were days, hallelujah, there were days where I wanted to quit this ministry. There were days where I wanted to quit this assignment. There were times where I said, this ain't enough. There ain't no way in the world we are able to get by this. There is no way we're going to be able to survive this. Hallelujah, God, why would you call me to something? And I got to deal with, I don't feel like I have enough. I feel like I'm always lacking something. But God began to show me that every step of the way, I never lacked anything because as long as I use what is in him in, in my hands and as long as I trusted him with what it was in it oh my god what was in my hand that I know for a fact that God would get us to where he promised us and guess what when you got a promise you can take that thing to the bank when you got a promise you can know that goodness gracious oh my goodness that God will lead you to oh my god and expect it in when you know his promise to you that know that he will keep you in perfect peace if you keep your mind stayed on him i have a promise this morning 
I have a promise this morning. I'm coming to a close now, but I need somebody to get woke up in their spirit. I want you to encourage somebody in the Lord on that chat and say, use what you got. Hallelujah. Come on in there. Say, use what you got, Zion. What are you doing? You don't need to make no excuses. I just showed you the numbers. I showed you you could do more with less. I showed you you can give bright quality with less stuff. I didn't showed you already. So what you ain't know? What you ain't to do? You got it within you. Who cares what the other person is doing? Who cares if they got more than you? What you got is just enough. Just enough. What you got is just enough. What you got is enough and unique to where God is going to use you. I praise your name. Hallelujah. I praise your name. And guess what? We are, we are believing God for a permanent building. Oh, yes. Where you can see the even the production to go up even more. Because we're not coming. We're not just believing for this for where we are now. We are ascending. That means you got to ascend in your thinking. You got to ascend in your thinking. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And I'm telling you right now, you got to ascend in your thinking. So you to think that what you got is small. Yes, it may seem small to others, but it's a small seed that is sown into the ground that blossoms into a great tree. And tell somebody all you gotta do is wait on it. All you gonna do is wait on it. And I came to tell TCF Nation this morning that you watch and see, because God is gonna do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can even ask or think, according to the power. That works in who? I, according to the power that works in you. Oh my God. And if you believe that this morning, come on and praise him for it. Praise him for it. I got more with me. So what's in your hand? I have a rod. You don't know how something as simple as a rod, what God can use to that. He used a rod to deliver a million and some people out of the hands of Pharaohs and his oppression. He didn't have much. <laughs> But he had God. <laughs> I dare you to put in that chat section and say, I may not have much to you. Oh, man, but I got God. Hallelujah. And that's enough for me. Oh, my God. Let me go. Let me go. Come on. Let's pray. Let's pray now. Come on. Wherever you are, I want you to get your seed together. I want you to get your seed together for a sin offering. Come on. I want you to get your seed together. We're about to pray. We're about to pray now. Because we're believing God all over. I don't know if you'll be watching this live or you watch this on demand. But we're believing God right now. That when we sow this seed, what's in our hands. What's in our hands. You may got $20. 
You may have 50. You may even have a dollar to your name right now. But if you sold that dollar, I believe it right now by power, by the power of God, that God will double that thing. I believe that God will use that. Hallelujah. And ascend that even that dollar. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. But i got to encourage somebody. You've been saying you've been having that idea for years. And you feel like, listen, you don't have it in your hand. I'm telling you, you always had it there. Because God put it there. God will not call you to do something that he has not equipped you for. Come on, let's pray. Everybody praying right now on the chat right now. Everybody praying. Everybody praying right now in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we believe in God right now. And it's a sin offering that as we sow this seed, God, in faith, not only the seed of our money, but the seed of what, God, you put in our hands in the ground. We believe right now in the name of Jesus that as you, oh, my God, as you have grown our roots downward, that you're bringing it upward, ladies and gentlemen, God. And so, God, we pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, by your faith and by, oh, my God, by faith right now, God, that you'll take what we have because we trust you in what we have, oh God. We trust, oh God, that you can do further, oh my God, further than what we can do in our own selves, oh God. And we pray, God, that as you bring us, oh God, into platforms and an affluence and influence, oh God, may us not forget, oh God, the days of the small beginning. Let us not forget, oh God, your hand and your power, oh God, that's been with us all this time. Let us cling to you even more in the name of Jesus Christ let us cling to you oh God in the name of Jesus oh God let us not get familiar with your presence let us not get familiar with the supernatural but God let us continue to hunger and thirst even more after righteousness oh God God we pray God right now in the name of Jesus that somebody's business oh God a business person is watching this right now and they're saying they don't know how their business is going to make it but God we believe right now God as they keep using what's in their hands oh God you're going to ascend them you're going to ascend them above this circumstance with the COVID-19 God and with jobs being lost oh God we believe you oh my God we believe you by faith this morning we believe you by faith this morning God touch somebody God right now in the name of Jesus touch them right now in the name of Jesus Touch them right now, God. Every discouraged heart right now. Any discouraged heart right now, touch them right now. In the name of Jesus, oh God. God, I pray let hope come alive. Let hope come alive. Let hope come alive. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let hope come alive. In the name of Jesus. Let hope come alive right now, God. Let hope come alive. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Restore them right now in the name of Jesus. Restore them right now in the name of Jesus. Restore them right now. That this is not the end. That this is not the end, oh God. This is not the end. In the name of Jesus Christ. Christ, oh God. Hallelujah. Oh my God, because some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but we will forever trust in the name of the Lord. We thank you. We thank you this morning in the name of Jesus. We are ascending above all, oh God, our circumstances. We believe, oh God, that you're ascending us in 2021 and beyond, that this is not a year thing, oh God, but you're moving us forward, progressing us 
forward in the name of Jesus Christ and we love you and we love you and we praise you now in the name of Jesus Christ I feel your glory right now touching every person's home right now I feel your glory that you're raising us up oh God you're raising us up right now you are raising your people up right now in the name of Jesus oh God that we're coming up higher we're coming up higher we're coming up higher we're coming up higher we will not get weary we will not get weary but we're coming up higher we're coming up higher if you believe it come on and praise him all over and give God a great praise give him a great praise thanks for listening to the get transformed podcast we hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.